Hey, hey, this is Jeff with the Very Serious Hunting Podcast. We just wrapped our podcast and then went to the PN Wild and BHA Pint Night. It was great. We need you to stay and listen. We had a surprise guest visit. Not very exciting, but it was pretty funny. Um, so hang out and listen all the way to the end. And uh, thanks for listening. Hey guys, this is Grant. Um, this is our very serious hunting podcast, the third episode of it. With me, as usual, is Jeff. Say hi, Jeff. Hey, hey, uh, I'm Jeff. Today, uh, we're talking about a very serious event that uh, Grant competed in. It's not hunting, but it's hunting adjacent. I would say when you say competed, there should be quotes around that word because <laughs> it was pretty low key. All right, well, we'll get into that. I know. Uh, first of all, Today we are sitting in my truck. We are recording this before the PN Wild and BHA Pint Night up here at the Skookum Brewery in Arlington. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we're also brought to you by, hopefully sounding better, these cheap-ass microphones that I picked up off of Amazon. Um, hopefully they're better for away-from-home podcasts, like now. Right. Um, and hopefully better for uh, sitting in the office. Uh, podcast as well. True. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like we mentioned tonight, <clears throat> tonight's the P and Wild Pint Night. Uh, we were, we would have been shouting this out, but we had a little snafu in recording. This is scheduling conflicts. Yeah, it happens. Uh, so we're here. We're hoping to shake some hands and rub some elbows with uh, P and Wild BHA uh, and the illustrious Doug Bowes. Um, also, uh, this week. The uh, Coastal Conservation uh, Tri-Cities chapter is having their banquet on March 5th. Um, raffles, auctions, and dinner. I'm headed over with the kids. A couple other buddies are coming too. Uh, just a little bit about CCA. Uh, CCA is a political conservation organization with the, with the purpose to advise and educate the public on conservation of marine resources. Uh, regular communications to members include a newsletter featuring content. Uh, sorry, featuring current conservation issues and periodic action alerts when it's time to contact res uh, representatives about legislative issues. Things uh, like overpredation of salmon and steelhead by sea lions below the Bonneville Dam, all federally protected species. This isn't something that can be fixed by local agencies, you guys. This is where it's nice that CCA has representation in 19 states. Uh, CCA Tri-Cities also runs a live capture derby with uh, Washington Fish and Wildlife called King of the Reach. And that, uh, that goes to help meet genetic, uh, hatchery genetic uh, objectives of Chinook. Um, they capture live salmon for the hatcheries. Um, they've also been working with uh, USBR and the Yakima Indian Nation on sockeye migration studies in the Yakima River. You guys, the moment we lose our ability to interact with the coastal, coastal species, we lose support for their preservation. You don't hear much... Well, that was loud. Yeah, it was loud. You don't hear much uh, public outcry to restore lamprey populations, for example. They just, they're, not, they're not something that we place big cultural value on. In our area, the high-risk species are salmon, steelhead, and sturgeon. By maintaining sustainable fisheries available to a large population, we maintain a large base of support. Uh, if there's value, there's value. Like, we maintain it. Um, and in nature, a rising tide raises all boats. What's good for the, 
for uh, the these native species is good for all native species, even the lamprey, the water yep. quality, the fish passage, all of that. All right, so. So that's cool. That's that's uh, CCA. I'm looking forward to hearing a report back on that oh, when yeah. you're done. Oh yeah, it'll be good. Um, auctions. I think I'm on the hook. Um, I got tickets bought for me, so I'm on the hook to either splash out at the auction or buy every raffle ticket they own. I feel like you should have roughly three or four beers and then go walk around the silent auction tables. See how the night goes. See see where it goes. Right. Or just let your girls run around with your credit card. Yeah, negative. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I tried, Teddy. All right. Uh, all right. So duck season's over. Yeah. We don't have an off season. Uh, just different seasons, right? So just, I've, I've, I've been I've been on call. Family duty, stuff like that. But uh, you did get to do this uh, cool event yeah, first. it was definitely a great time. Tell me about the Cola Warrior. Why do they call it the Cola Warrior? Just give me a rundown on it. Um, so essentially, it's like a Tough mutter competition is the best way that I can describe it, where you do silly challenges and it's all timed and you're trying to be the fastest time there um yeah the, it's called the cola warrior because the the end of the the challenge is you chug a six pack of soda uh, it doesn't have to be soda soda it can be i chose to use um bubbly water like kind of like Lacroix, just because i didn't want to let sugar or yeah Aspartame or whatever they call it in <laughs> diet the, soda. The diet, Ew. yeah, yeah, that aftertaste. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's what it is. You the people chose to do like a two liter with a little bit of extra on top of that. How much do you have to chug? Seventy two ounces. Gross. Yeah. All right. Well, so how did you hear about this? Uh, yeah. How how when did you hear about it? Um, we've got a buddy Tiernan who yep. challenged me. He said, "Well, he wasn't really a challenge. It was more of a." couple of years in hey you should come and do this event with me it's in idaho like a challenge and i said okay he goes i'm pro he was trying to be in the top 10 he did not succeed <laughs> but that's okay yeah so uh you said it's in idaho uh what what's the what's the rest of the setting look like so where it's, at in idaho it's hosted by this particular locate this particular event there's eight of these cola warriors around the country and this one is hosted at um somebody's essential parents farm ranch thing um it's a wonderful setting no cell phone reception which was pretty great neat um just a big cattle ranch they have a couple hundred acres that they let a bunch of homeless guys essentially run around and uh shoot and drink sodas and yeah it was pretty great uh they had on-site camping and it was close enough to a little town that had um hotel motel holiday inns and uh, one of the groups there did a verbo, which was cool. So they had somewhere to go at night. They had showers. They had heat. I chose to sleep in the back of my truck because yeah, you're comfortable there. Because why there. not? It's a six foot four bed. I'm six foot on a good day. I fit just fine. I have a little buddy heater back there with me, so I didn't freeze too bad. Um, it did get down to the twenties at night, but I survived. Yeah, yeah. You're all right camping in the winter. I do okay. Yeah. All right. So. Let's talk about this event itself here. Yeah. You sent me the video. Yes. Uh, you sent me Tiernan's video. Because I filmed... It's hard to film yourself. Right. Unless you're Remy Warren. 
Or I'm not. I don't have a GoPro on a chest rig either, so. You should. I well, should. You wouldn't see me. You'd just see the stuff I'm doing. Well, we can see your hands. Yeah, I guess. All right, so, uh, pistol. Tell me about the pistol. So, it's so this is kind of a an obstacle and uh, and shooting event. Yeah, we'll say that. Um, so there's there's it's a, it's a two gun competition after you do the obstacle stuff. Uh, the pistol there was you have to shoot one. There's three essentially targets. The one's a Texas Star, which has the five paddles, and as you shoot the paddles off, the star the star starts to spin. Okay. So you're shooting it little. I want to say they were and, six inch plates, and, but they have to fall off. They have you to can't fall just off. hit them. Right, they have to fall off. Oh. Um, so twenty two is probably not a good idea. No, nine millimeter was pushing it. There was a guy that brought a ten millimeter, which apparently is the best millimeter. The, well, that that's one more. Those big heavy bullets really helped. Yeah, um, yeah. But once it starts moving, like it's I've never shot anything like this, so it was very humbling to say the least. Yeah. Um, and you have to shoot one of these events with your strong hand, one with your weak hand, and one with both hands. And so I chose oh. to do the Texas Star with both my hands. Okay. They had a little hostage flapper, so it was a silhouette with a little green paddle behind the silhouette's head okay. on one side, and you had to hit it to go to the other. So I was able to do that with my weak hand. And then I, the most humbling event that they had was it was a spinner, and it's essentially oh yeah, I saw this two eight or ten inch plates on a stick facing you, but it, they rotate in the middle, and so you're supposed to shoot it enough to get it to, to flop spin around. So you can hit the back side. So you... Of the one target. The, you don't have to hit it. You just have to get it to spin. Oh, okay. It, so look, you, it looked like he had to hit the back side of it. But. So you, what the, the goal was, or the quickest way to do it, was you hit the top one to get it moving, hit the bottom one again to get it to swing further, mm. and then hit it again to get it to spin all the way around. And that was and the one that proved to be the most challenging for most of the people there. Really? Especially Not, the, not even the star. No, the star, once you uh, watch it enough, you can figure out there's kind of a pattern for it. I see. Um, but yeah, the pistol one, is the spinner is what I got my only penalties on. And so you're allowed 40 rounds of pistol in or two magazines. So if you have two 17-round mags, that's all you get. Um, I bought two 21-round mags and just loaded them for 20. Because if I had shot, you know, 40 or 42... If I load them to capacity, I would have gotten penalized for that. Oh, and okay. the penalties are five minutes apiece. Yeah, not so. And because yeah. I didn't flip the spinner, that was two penalties. So that was just ten minutes right there on top of my time. Crazy. Um, then after that, we got thrown onto a rifle course. Yeah. Uh, everything was shot prone, which was nice. You were laying in the snow, but that's okay. How far? Uh, there were three targets at a hundred. Three targets at 200. Not bad, not bad. Uh, three targets at 300. And then one at 400, which was fine. Yeah. Uh, there was one way out at 540 that was, turns into a poke. was a challenge for a lot of people. Um, and then there was one that Tiernan didn't do super well on at 150, <laughs> and it was called the Minimo. And it was a silhouette, but... It's like a two-part target, right? It's a two-part target. So you have to hit it in the middle of the chest for the head to pop up. And then you have to hit the head to knock it back down. Jeez. And so I did everything fine except for the 540. Um, and I got it on my last shot. And how many rounds do you get there? 60. Two, 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 two mags. 230 round mags, yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, 
we're going out of order, but that's fine. Yeah. So the run, this must be, the shooting's quite intense. This must be a very intense event, right? So it was a 5K half marathon, right? Uh, it was a half a mile. But it was in the snow, in like melting snow that was fairly deep. And you had to carry your rifle? Nope. So you do the obstacle course, then you do the... The, the run. Well, you do... The, you do the, the brisk walk. Brisk walk. Um, and the guys timing you aren't going to follow you this whole time because that would be exhausting for them. So what they have set up is it's um, a quarter mile to the end of a fence oh, line. Oh, they're in back. And then you have to swap out a baton. So you got to come back with a different <laughs> color so they know that you're not, like, shorting it. Yep. And then you get back to the staging area where you did all the obstacles. And... Um, then you grab all your stuff, and it's probably a 400-yard walk to the shooting area. Okay. So you have and to that, keep, you that, carry all your stuff out there. That walk from your timed half mile, that's not timed. No, it that's, is, it's all timed. Oh, okay. All right. But everybody's doing it, so it's all... It's all the same. It's all the same. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about these obstacles. Okay. I saw a slack line. Slack line. And it's uh, definitely not a stand-on-top type of slack no, line. No, it's, it's a... a Hoist yourself up and drag yourself across. It, it probably it was felt longer than it was. I bet it wasn't more than fifty feet. Well, yeah, but you're upside down. You're upside down, and, and you didn't clip in at all. I did not. I saw Tiernan clipped in. He did because one of the rules is that you, if you use it, you have to wear it the whole time. Oh. So as he was doing his brisk walk, it was smacking in the legs. Oh, he had to wear that quick draw the whole time. The whole time. That's part of the rules. Oh, he didn't like. Turn around and clip it on his... No, I don't think he was that. He was more focused on well, getting his timing done. So that's dear um, So you do that, and... Then looks um, like you carry a couple of railroad ties. Railroad ties, and it's just a back and forth. It's, once again, probably maybe 50 or 60 feet. Uh, you take one railroad tie down, bring the other one back, and then there's a, um, a big metal plate that's probably three-quarter inch thick. It weighs... I don't know, 80 to 100 pounds. Yeah. You take the same back and forth you did with the railroad ties, you do it with that. Uh, and then they had this bizarre chunk of metal that they just seemed to like grab shit from the farm and just <laughs> weld it together yeah. and then attach the fire hose to it. And you had to drag it. Just drag it across. Drag it across, yeah. Uh, pulling like a rope over pull, here. Yeah, pulling yeah, like a rope, um, like a battle rope kind of thing where you're just bringing it to you, but it's... At, by the time you're doing this, uh, it's digging into the ground. Yeah. It's, you're wet, you're angry. Uh, and then there's a tire, once you get that back. The, yeah, tire the, stacking game. Tire stacking game where there's three <laughs> car tires and they're numbered one through three on each side of this little course. Um, and then a big tractor tire. And the rule of the game was that you cannot take off the, tra the car tires from the T-post that they're on or put them on the T-post the on the other side without the tractor tire there. So you'd have to oh. take... So you can only take them off if the tires, if the tractor tire is near it, and you can only put them on if the tractor tire is near yeah. it. Yeah. And you have to move them to the other side, and then you have to put them in the right order, right? Yeah, and they're numbered. Gross. So, um, bad. I didn't do too bad at that. I think I was right at eight minutes uh, when I started my run. And then after... You do the tires. This is where it gets starts to get a little silly. Um, you have to take apart an AK-47, field strip it, so take it apart, and then put it back together while eating a box of Peeps, which is five Peeps. The Easter candy. Yes, the marshmallow Easter candy, which oh. I do not care for. What flavor? Uh, mine was yellow. Oh, those are the 
Some people brought coffee flavored ones. There were fruit punch flavored ones. <laughs> um, so very, very serious event. And you said you uh, then, so the last, so, uh, so you do the, the, you eight, do the obstacles, the then obstacles. you do the run. No, then you do the peeps oh. with an AK, which yes. I had never taken apart an AK before. So that was still got full points. Fantastic. I got full points. And then you uh, do your little brisk jog to the end yeah. of the fence line with the baton and come back. Then you grab all of your gear, your rifle and your pistol and your six cans of soda, and hightail it out to the rifle range, do your shooting, and then chug your and beverage of choice. Then everybody throws up? Not everybody. Uh, a, can you name someone who did throw up? I can name Tiernan. And someone who maybe didn't? I definitely did not throw up. Nice. I kept them all down. Um, so then, all right, are you ready? Yes. First of all, who won between you and Tiernan? Tiernan. Me. I beat him by four places. Perfect. He would have totally beat me if he didn't get the penalties that he did. That doesn't matter. My name is still higher Winning is winning. Yep. Um, that's awesome. Uh, so, obviously, fun event. Super fun event. Uh, the people there were... Like, I hadn't... It's weird for me to walk into a, an event like that knowing one person who wasn't there at the time. So I just oh, kind of yeah. walked in and I'm like, hey, I'm here to sign up. Like That's like basically what we're doing tonight. Yeah, but at least I know you. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I'm just kind of iffy though. And we've met Bryce before, the BHA guy. Is that the guy who's that's, unloading stuff? Yeah, that's Bryce. When um, they finish up here, maybe we'll catch him and get a sneak in. Or see if we can help. Yeah, things. we'll see if we can help maybe so we can get a beer early. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, everything there was so well done. Um, it's a free event, but they do like to have some cash donations just to help pay for the porta potties and the food. Mm, there was so yeah. much food. Um, it's food provided? Yes. Oh, that's you, neat. And uh, this particular family is their avid hunters, so everything we had was venison and elk. Neat. Which was super good. And it's Idaho venison, so it's better than the Washington venison. Yeah. Just by virtue. Just by virtue. Potato fed? Yeah. That makes sense. So... Uh, but everything, everybody there was so nice and friendly. Um, the sponsors were great. This is this started on a website called ar15.com, mm. and so it's a it's a national website. So they get some really big sponsors. Geisley was there. Um, ADM was there, which they make. Who's ADM? They make scope mounts and um, okay. their machining company. One of the members of the ar15.com also runs a. Uh, I want. I don't know well enough to say tortilla factory or but or Mexican restaurant. But he sent in. He sent stacks of tortillas that were great with the elk tacos so um just so many sponsors stac was there they gave off a bunch of um plate carriers and plates what else cci and spear the company out of idaho that makes mm-hmm. all your little 22 rounds oh, they yeah. spear the, they do bullets for them um, they donated seven thousand rounds of nine millimeter and 22 for our machine gun shoot because apparently people have machine guns in idaho yeah. I so I mean, I guess I did know that, but well, these were. It's not something you casually just show up to a machine gun shoot. Well, these were members from you know. all over that drove. There were people that came from all over. Um, some guy drove from Tennessee. We had a guy flying from Texas. Somebody was there from Pennsylvania. Rad. Arizona, Nevada. Like there was a ton of people there that show up to a lot of these events, and it was just wonderful. Yeah, you said there was a big ass bonfire too. The, the night that we were all done with everything, there was a giant bonfire. Um, yeah, it was just so much fun. That's awesome. You going to do it again? Absolutely. Yeah, can I go? 
if you want. I want to go. As long as you don't, you have to beat Tiernan, but not beat me. That's going to be hard because I plan on beating the crap out of both of you, except at the shooting. Okay, well, that's where the. I know that's where I'm going to lose. <laughs> that's where I'm going to end up last place, but yeah. it'll be fine. It'll be fine. All right. So, um, uh, yeah. There were 46 competitors. Oh. Uh, we would. We're we're doing a podcast. We're doing a podcast. It's very important. Oh man. Yeah. You want to come hang out? Sure. I think it's open. It's open. Yeah. There's just a bunch of shit back there because I went ice fishing last weekend. So, I'm Jeff. I'm Jeff. Good. I'm Bryce. Hi Bryce. We met at the cleanup. Yeah. At a Grant. What's Falls. your name again? Grant. Grant. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Um. Nice to see you. Again. We were honestly about done. Oh, well. We were gonna try and catch you and see if we could help you. Sure. You need help with uh, anything. I was just trying to see if she'd start serving me beer here, but <laughs> that's said, well, that's like half the reason we were offered to help. We were gonna try and sneak in with you. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So try to convince her. It's a problem. I don't know why she wouldn't serve us. Right. Oh, I don't know. I, well, they might not be licensed or stupid laws. But anyway. Well, well, cool. Uh, thanks for listening. Join our pro staff. <laughs> Are you guys still on? Are you recording? Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. Oh shit. So no, it's fine. Hey, thanks for staying all the way to the end. Uh, Bryce, thanks for jumping in the truck with us. Sorry to surprise podcast you. Um, yeah, it was great. The event was great. Uh, PN Wild, um, BHA, Skookum Brewery, uh, Doug Bowes, uh, was, everybody put on a great show. Um, it was great to meet some, uh, some dudes there, the Northwest Dad Outdoors, um, Cantrell and, uh, Bear Country Outdoors and just a bunch of other dudes, man. It was so much fun. Uh, the PN Wild uh, and BHA event, Pint Night, was great hunting fellowship. It was awesome. All right. Again, thanks for hanging out. Join our pro staff and uh, be looking for us next time.